Hey, what's going on? I'm Jamie Michael Joseph. I'm joined by Mark Tanner. This is the Strategy and Conversions podcast. We're on episode 54, and it's all ticking along. Well, you know. Let's get in. Yeah, um, Mark, we, we say it every time, you know, it's always, it's like it's a surprise to us, but it is like a surprise. It is just like 50 odd. Wow. You know, let's get into yeah. it. Like how many different, you know, um, countries around the world listening in, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mate, it, it makes it worthwhile, you know. Yeah, so. it does. Definitely. Yeah, cool. Let's get into it. I mean, Mark, we, um, we'll have a chat in a minute just on on kind of different things. But we said at the end of, of the podcast uh, last week that we're going to look at uh, uh, basically doing an episode around charging what you're worth. Yeah, yeah. This Very important. I guess you, you've kind of got the, the mindset side. You, you've got the, the industry side. And look, it is going to come down as well, depending on the, the type of, of industry or the type of sector that you're in, the type of role that you're doing. Because look, if you're in control of what you charge, then obviously you can decide what you charge. But there, there may be people listening in who, uh, maybe they're, they're brokers, maybe they're working for for somewhere where they can actually change the price. But what we're going to run through in this episode around the, the kind of framing is it, going to help you with completing the sale and and, and stuff like that. You know, um, might fit fitting in nicely with this. I've uh, I was listening to. Um, I think it was an audio book. I was listening to an audio book um, last week and it was, uh, it's all about uh, Andrew Carnegie and, and oh, yeah. his story, yeah. right? And it's, it's something that I've, yeah. been, I've been meaning to listen to for a while and stuff like that. Just you look at people who are kind of growing businesses and stuff like that. And, you know, as, as much as, you know, being a millionaire today and, and stuff like that is awesome. Like going back in those times, being a millionaire was like being insane, a right? It was like a yeah. trillion yeah. today. You know, yeah. and stuff like that. So it's always interesting to kind of uh, listen to different stories and stuff like that. And he was, um, there was like a, a story on him when he's young, you know, I think he is like his first job or something like that he gets and he's earning $1 a week, right? right. So he, he's just like earning $1 a week. He then, a job comes up in the place where it's $2 a week. And he's like, I'm going to go for that. I want this job and everything like that. And his dad tells him, but there's no point in going for that job because you're not going to get it. You know, you're you're only you're only worth like this amount of money. You're only able to do this kind of job. This job requires X, Y, Z. And I, yeah. just, I was listening to that and I was like, I've got to have a chat with, with Mark about this because that that kind of mindset, that kind of environment, we've spoke about that on the, the podcast before, like people around you saying, oh no, you can't do that or you can't do this. And I think charging for, for what you're worth and stuff like that, I think sometimes people listen to what's around them. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. And I remember when I first started out as a coach, actually years ago, um, I I was never quite sure what to charge. And then you had these people say, "Well, you've only just started out, and um, so you're going to have to put your yeah your rates really really low because because you haven't got any um yeah I, the course the 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 training I did was four year training, so I I had a load of practical experience during that training because that was part of it. So when you had people say, we haven't got any practical experience, you say, well, I have because I've done this and I've helped people with, you're helping people all the way through the course uh, on different things as well. And it's, you haven't really got a track record of helping because um, at the time it was just a life coach of people you've moved on. You think, well, that comes down to testimonials. So yes, it could do that as well. And it was only because I was, I was quite resilient that I came through some of it, but there's an awful lot of people saying, and, and I, and I'm, you know, unfortunately in that environment, I listen to, oh, you, you can't charge this because you're unknown. And, and you think, right, okay, but so everybody's got to start somewhere. And the trouble is, is if you start off, if if I found that if you if you start off charging a low amount because you've 
you feel like you're an imposter that you've got a bit of imposter syndrome so you start off charging a small amount you grow very very slowly you really can't grow very quickly whereas if you have the the cojones to say right okay i'm going to charge what not top dollar necessarily but where you're really so so where you think that you you're comfortable with and then double it for example and try that kind of approach and have a go and and because it's much easier to start on a higher platform and raise your prices from that than it is to start on a low platform because getting to the low platform to the platform that you could have got to could take two years and it's two years of earning wasted i'm not saying it's uh it's all about the money but you've got to you've got to create a living and i think this is the other thing that comes into that equation that so many people think well i won't charge this i won't charge very much because i'm just starting out as a as a as a plumber or electrician or a coach or whatever and you think yeah but if you do charge that little small amount and you only get so many customers or clients how's your business going to be are you going to collapse is your business going to peter out or are you going to be around in a year's time because if you're going to start on the business trail and and you're constantly dropping out and coming up with another business or dropping out and coming up with another business as we've seen with many that we know no one's going to give you any credence no one's going to take you seriously so you need to say this is what i'm going to do and i'm going to charge this because i need to survive and so there's that kind of element that goes into it as well but it's a very difficult process very difficult i think a, a bit massive part there that you said about it as well is that it comes down to doing the math yeah so, yeah so many people don't do that they just kind of go with okay look what what can i charge per hour or or you know how much do do i think someone will pay or something like that and yeah, yeah do you know what some sometimes just to get going and stuff like that yeah you know it it makes sense to to kind of test things out and stuff like that but once you you've got to a certain level you know and then you're kind of looking at it going like, how much do i really want to earn how how much time do i actually have how do i divide that and then coming up with you know this is how much i need to earn and look, we'll, we'll get into some stuff in in a minute as well about the value that you add and and, and all this kind of stuff but just on on that pricing i think like you said we've seen so many people who you know they they shy away from from charging what they're worth so they will go lower they look to match competitors you know the, the amount of times that i think you know I, i've heard it i know you've heard it and stuff like that where you're speaking to someone they say oh that's what so and so charges you know so yeah. like, we, we charge it with them it's like but they don't get any customers so so why with yeah. <laughs> a business yeah. model you know when they don't yeah. get any customers but it, it's like that that kind of thing there is exactly it is that we look at it around, like, like you quite rightly said, starting out as a coach and stuff like that, what, what do I charge? And do you know what? Even in the past month, I've had a conversation with someone who they, they've basically set up an email system for, for someone, right? So like an a email service provider, you know, someone puts their details in, they get into a, a kind of CRM, they receive an email or a couple of emails or stuff like that. I, I know one person who is charging basically what the platform charges per month for them to, to use the platform because they're just like, well, that's just what, what the, you know, they can go and do it themselves. And so, but the time that it is involved for you to actually put it together, the knowledge that is involved for you to actually link everything up is worth, you know, X amount yeah. is worth his weight in gold. Yeah. And then the other end of the, the spectrum is that I know a, a company, I, I say the other end of the spectrum, there's probably people doing charging a lot more for this, but just in, in the past month, is someone doing the exact same thing and charging five grand. Mm. So you've yeah, got someone yeah. someone charging twelve pound, you know, yeah, yeah, for, for a service, and you've got someone charging five thousand pound for a service. And to be honest, there wasn't much difference in what they're providing. 
No, that's right. And and you do get the situation where people, I think, uh, this is my main my limited thinking. I I think you do get to the stage where you think that is too expensive for that. You know, you where people overcharge, but you've got to remember that once you they're talking about people setting out there when they just start out for the first time, is the time they've invested the time first of all they've invested in in learning what they're going to learn. Now some people go on a on a weekend course and they come out as a as a business coach and you think well okay they probably invested on that. 500 quid or something and and not much time and they have they probably won't have had any practical experience in that time so so you've got to be realistic about what you've done but i had i'd say i i had and uh, many others like me so uh, I, the, my diploma was four years um, i invested an awful lot of time pretty well two weekends a month for four years we we're going and learning ourselves we were tri- we were coaching people as part of our course, actual physical people who needed coaching. And it could be other coaches, but people we knew as well. Um, and when you came out, come out of it, after four years, you know that your work, you know, and I didn't, and I didn't have the confidence, but really I should have realised that I was, I, if I if I knew what I knew now back then, I would have started out charging far more than I did. Not because I wanted, because I was greedy or want, you know, chasing the money, because I say, no, I'm really worth this. This is what I've done. This is all the experience I've put into it. And and also the other thing I'd just like to put on there, always be pessimistic about how many clients you're going to get. Because people say, oh, I only need to charge this because I'm going to get 20 clients in the first month. And you think, no, you'll probably get 20 clients in a two-year period maybe because you're, because you're unknown, people are going to be really unsure so they're not they won't be put off necessarily by the price but because they don't know you so you've got to start building a presence and everything so you need to charge enough that you're going to be around to be able to carry on doing that and you won't just suddenly think after a year well I, this isn't working i've got to go and find a job or something or i've got to go and do this so there's lots of different elements to go into that equation i think mate you know just listening to anyone listening to this podcast that that right there, mate, was worth listening to to all of it, right? <laughs> because that 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 is a nugget right there, isn't it? Is that look, it's so easy to become a spreadsheet millionaire. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, so easy. yeah. And and, really. and listen, you know, we we talked about doing the math and and everything like that, and looking at the strategic side, you know, mapping out the destination, all, all this kind of stuff. What we talk about on on the podcast, but you know, we've seen it so many times. Like you said, people kind of look at it is that okay? Within a month's time, that they're making, you know. <laughs> a hundred grand they're making a million whatever it is you know yeah. in a month's time but really like you said it's two years out so oh, at least your yeah. job is yeah. to make sure that you you know you last that time yeah you know and yeah. and that like you said that this mate, how many statistics are there and stuff like that of you know how many businesses fell within the first year oh, three yeah. years or five years ten years and all this yeah. kind of stuff and a lot of it comes down to cash flow but yeah. a lot of it comes down to not meeting expectations that that are in their, their mind and sometimes it is due to inaction you know, not taking yeah. the action that, that is needed and stuff like that to grow a business. You know, they don't get the right people around them and all this kind of stuff. But but the point there is that, yeah, look, if, if you're not looking at it for a longer, if you're not looking at contingencies, you're not looking at the longer term, you know, as much as you've got a plan A, you know, you're not looking at, okay, well, if this happens, then I can go back to this and all this kind of stuff. You still need to eliminate risk as much as you can. Yeah, that's, that's right. And it's it, I know we've covered this so many times on previous podcasts, you there is no such thing as an overnight success. There is no such thing. You hear about, uh, in my industry, so coaching industry, oh, coaches that are charging 
um, what to a lot of people is is a really big, big, um, you know, big money for their for their coaching courses. Um, but and they but they become household names, and only think so. When did they start? Oh, they started thirty years ago, and you think right, okay, now they're charging this amount, but it isn't because they've suddenly come on the scene and say right, okay, my coaching is. My coaching package is three, you know, three months coaching package, ten grand, a month, uh, ten grand for a coaching package, or twenty grand. It's but because they built up that reputation, all of a sudden you think, well, who is it? Oh, okay, it's Brendan Bouchard, or it's Tony Robbins, or it's this, or they've been around for years when they haven't been charging that much or haven't worked, and and they've just st- steadily grown their business. But they've got to the stage now where they. They can actually genuinely say, "Well, I, you know, we've coached thousands of people to get to this level." And so it's it's not you can't go out there and just say, "Right, okay, I'm going to put out a course." And I've seen and I saw this happen. Saw this happen. Somebody came on the scene, and we were in one of our workshop days way back when we were doing the tra- we were doing the the, um, the the coaching training, and he was going to be a business coach as I was, and we were talking about pricing and charging. And he says, "Well, I'm going to be charging five grand a month for my for my business." And I thought, when I looked back, and he said, "Why did you, Why did you look shocked?" And I said, "Well, tell me what I'm going to get for my five grand." He said, "Well, I've I've run businesses," and I said, "Well, yeah, I've done that as well, and I've done this, and said, yeah, okay, I've done that, and I've got this experience, yeah, got that as well, and 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 I've been charging five grand a month for, and I think it was for a three month transition training or something." And I thought, do you really think you're going to do that in three months? Change somebody completely in three months, and then it was, and then it was a case of, yeah, I, I'm sure I can. So I thought, okay, that's fine. He's got this process. But then I'm like, so you're going to charge five grand? You're going to go out in a month? Yeah, I'm going to get two clients in the first month. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. So he did. He went out, charged five grand, and I think within about, I think three, four months, he was back working as a director for a company. And, which yeah. is fine yeah no problems with that but his dream was of being a coach and he sabotaged his dream by just not being realistic about what he was going to do and the realistic part was not about the pricing necessarily because i can understand he could have that he he, he could think he was worth that and yes on paper he was but it's about the real the realist the realistic measurement of how many clients he was going to get to start paying him that amount of money immediately and and if you're charging a high ticket, you've got to realize that it takes a long time, a long lead time to get somebody because they've got to really know you and trust you before they'll buy, they'll pay that high ticket price. And they do it again, like so many different levels. There's so many <laughs> things that I want to kind of pick up on and go through. And I'm going to have to try and remember all of them. <laughs> you know, there's, there's so many things there that, that you mentioned. Like for one, like look, set, setting that price. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure we're in an agreement as well. Like look, whatever you want to charge is whatever you charge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. Really. If you know that you can exchange whatever it is that you're doing to, to a person and they can pay that amount back and they can receive value for it, you know, they can, they, yeah. they can basically receive a better value paying for it, you know, than, yes. than yes. the actual value for what it is, then it, it all makes sense. Right. But like you said, it, it's that substance. It is like, what, what is it you're actually bringing to the table? You know, because so many people, like you said, you know, people charging, and and you know, what, I think the the whole kind of Instagram world and stuff that we live in, it is the problem, right? And man, I, I don't know how I've I've kind of done this, but I'm connected with so many people on different platforms and, and stuff like that, where I keep seeing their kind of pitches, and it's like, if you're not, at, it, it used to be a case of five grand a month, right? 
if you're not at five grand a month, you need to be doing this. This has moved to like 10 grand a month now, right? And it's mm. like, that seems like the, the average kind of thing of, okay, if you're not at 10 grand a month, you don't really have a business, right? Yeah. Mate, I'm seeing people now talking about how do you get to 100K a month and stuff like that. And like, they're selling courses at like 50 quid and, you know, 100 quid to help you get to 100 grand a year. It's like, come on. Like, no, no one's mm. believing this, right? Yeah. But I feel like that that's the kind of problem, again, we, we mentioned this before, is that people kind of look at it, okay, if you're a coach, whatever, you're not charging, you know, five grand for your package or, or something like that, then, you know, you, you, you know you, you're know, you not really a coach, you're not worth it in, and all this kind of stuff. Whereas actually, it's irrelevant what, what you charge, Yeah. you know, because, yeah. you know, you, you're you charging, you know, just say you charge a thousand pound for your coaching and you need to make three grand a month right? You just need three people, right? You could go out and you could get those three people. But if you put your price at five grand, it's three months later before you've converted that person at five grand, right? Mm. You haven't got the cash flow to last around three months. And now you've decided after three months, you're going to a job, you know, because your coaching business hasn't worked. But really, instead of going, I'm going to charge five grand once I've got proof of concept, you know, changing the, going through that transition piece with three people, and I'm going to charge them a grand a month at the minute to, to do this. You know, once you have that in place, you can then go to people and say, you know, I've done this with, with these people. This is what I can do for you. We, we mentioned this on a podcast a while back as well, is that I say that there's people out there that, you know, that they tell, oh, you know, if you're good at something, never do it for free. And it's like, okay, I, I, I st- totally stand by that. But if you're starting a business and you have no backup or anything like that, yeah, you know, do, do it for free with someone that you can yeah. actually have that case study. You can have that proof of concept that you can go to client yeah. B and say, this is what I did for client A. It costs yeah. X amount of money. Do you want to pay for it? Yeah. And that's exactly what I did when I was on my, when I was doing my the coaching stuff is that in that four years of, co- of, of when I was training and coaching, I didn't charge many people anything really, to be honest. I've coached, I probably coached about uh, two or three people a month through different things. And it was all free. But the, the whole point was that, yep, we'll do it for free, but I want a testimonial. And I want to get a, a bit of a story. And I want to, I want you to tell me where you were and then where you are now. So all of a sudden, it's not just you're giving stuff away for free. You say, yeah, I know I'm giving you great value and I'll give it to you for free, but I want this in exchange. And so what happens? You start building up your, because um, uh, no one, yeah, you don't have to declare that you've done this coaching for free, obviously, but you've but you've made a difference. That's the whole point, isn't it? It's not about like you said, the money is almost irrelevant. What you've done is you've created value in somebody's life as a business coach or a life coach or a or an exercise coach or whatever kind of coach, because you've got them maybe um you've got somebody running their first 10k, or you've got someone who's now um lifting a certain weight in the gym or whatever. You've got someone now who um is 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 started their business and they've got their first client so you should help them to get through that or you might have got someone who's got over their fear of public speaking or so i don't know doesn't matter what it is but the point is you've taken them from a place where they this point a and they wanted to get to point b you've taken them across that or certainly taken them a long way to that point um in some cases yeah, we don't always get to that point in the three-month period, and that takes a bit longer or whatever, six months or whatever. But again, the time is almost irrelevant. It's about the outcome. It's about the, this is where they were, and this is the outcome they've now achieved, and how fantastic do they feel now. And that's that's really what it comes down to, is that feeling and emotion that you've helped them work through to, and helped them to create. You, know what, you, you mentioned there as well, like, 
things don't go to plan. Right? <laughs> now, I've, I've I've spoke about this a few times on, on the podcast. What I say about within in marketing and stuff like that, when we get into the strategic side and we look at you know planning out an outcome, how we get there and stuff like that. And quite rightly, like you said, maybe people who've done a coaching course, maybe people who've done a marketing course or, or something like that. And they come out the gates and they're just like, right, okay, I'm going to teach this or I'm going to take clients on and I'm going to provide this to them. And then it doesn't go to plan, right? Mm-hmm. And that's and because they start dealing with a client and things are different. They could be using a different system. They may want to do things in a different yeah. way. They may have a different lead time and, and all this kind of stuff. So it doesn't flow as, as if it should work, right? So what happens is throughout that time, you build your experience. You start learning and stuff like that. So you get to now safeguard that, you know, so you get to eliminate risk from the beginning. But when things start to go wrong, when they start to go off in a certain way, you've, you've lived that before, you've experienced it. So you can yeah. go, okay, look, this is happening because that's happening. We need to get this back on track this way by doing this. And it's like that stuff that is, and that's, that's the kind of stuff that over time, you build up that knowledge, you build up those expertise that you can charge more because speed is your friend. You can get the results a lot faster. You can that's eliminate right. the risk. You can make things simpler. But what happens there as well is your confidence, it just builds, it goes through the roof. And I think this is what happens a lot of the time with people who don't charge what what they they are worth, or they're trying to charge by the hour, they're trying to charge because someone else has charged it and stuff like that, is they don't fully believe in themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's that imposter, that that real imposter syndrome. Um, and I just take, pick up on a point that you mentioned as well, is that you get them there faster. So the big, the big, word the big word in a lot of coaching about yeah you're saying what you do and it and it's true is and it's what what you do what i do with what other people is that we're a catalyst to get them there quicker so we talk about yeah we talk about you know the strategy and conversions the marketing and some and you put forward something and say oh well, we can get you could do this 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 and we can get you there within a year and they say oh yeah but i don't know i can do that myself i'll do that and then you say yeah but how long will you get, will it take you to get where you want to get? And because they won't have the necessarily the knowledge or the expertise or the experience of things that have gone wrong to get there in a year or get there in six months. So they say, no, I could do this. But it takes them five years of really, really hard slog. When when what when when a coach can help them with their with their with you know with the with the mindset and all that kind of stuff and how needs to grow. Whereas your strategy, you can say, look, you, you're going to go down a rabbit hole if you do this. This is the way to do it, do it effectively. And someone else who's a um, a trait, you know, an Ironman instructor can say, well, you're going to do your back. As soon as you lift that weight, your back's gone. You're never going to be an Ironman. So therefore, this is the way to do it. And this is the how you build up that muscle to do it. Because you can't start lifting a great big concrete globe from day one. You've got to build up, like a, you know, running a marathon. You've got to build up to be able to run it effectively and and um, injury free. So there's all these things that you, the the the, prep, the prepare the preparing of what you're going to do first, and that's why we can say we're a catalyst because we can tell you what you need to do. Yeah, you can go and Google it. You can maybe get all this knowledge yourself, but no one is there with the experience to tell you. Yeah, but if you do it this slightly, if you tweak this the wrong way on on muscle building, then you're going to you're going to cause problems with your biceps, triceps, whatever. I don't know. Um, I'm not. I'm not a muscle trainer. But well, I love the that. point is about all this stuff is that we are the catalyst to getting there quicker. Yeah, it's exactly. I love that way of putting it. Is yeah, you're trying to pick up a heavy weight. It's like you know, you're going to injure yourself, aren't you? 
Yeah. And yeah. and you know what? So I think that brings it on nicely as well to charging too much. Yes. yes. I think we, we've kind of mentioned it before on a podcast. Like the, the way I see it as well is that you, you hear it out there all the time. People say, double your price, you know, and, and stuff like that, you know, I- increase your price to this amount and, and everything. And there may be the imposter syndrome that kicks in where you go, I can't do that, you know? Yeah, okay, look, you, you can overcome that. You can charge more, of course you can. But for for any industry, it gets to a certain level where you get to a price point. And once you go above a certain price point, the client expects more, right? And it doesn't yeah. mean that they expect more in, in that you have to physically do more, mentally do more, anything like that. But it's, they expect more in regards to like a level of sophistication. Yeah. Right? So you, you imagine now that, okay, if you take, you know, you take a car or, or something like that, you know, you take a McLaren that's worth like half a million or something like that. They're not going to let the mechanic who just deals with the, you know, normal cars down the road have a go at that, you know, mm-hmm. because it's going to be precision engineering that, that goes on within there that they're going to want it, you know, far into its best. They're not just going to want the job done. They're yeah. going to want it to a certain standard, to a certain level. Yeah, really I think well that, that's what happens sometimes is people look to go above and they get to a point where all of a sudden they get caught out. Yeah. And when they get caught out, they start to shy away from it. That knocks their confidence and everything like that. Yeah, I think, yeah, and there's a huge, we talked about this again on, I think it was two podcasts ago, wasn't it? Is if I want to charge this amount, so for, so just say you want to double your prices. So that I'm going to go, no, I'm going to do, next year I'm going to triple my prices. Yeah, fine, triple your prices. And then start, sit down with yourself with a bit of paper and say, okay, if someone came along to me and asking for that, what would I expect? What does someone expect from you? What value do they, would would they expect from you to be able to justify you tripling your prices? Because there's nothing wrong with tripling your prices, but you've got to give them the value in return. So that means let's look at a practical thing like a plumber or an electrician. Um, I, well, I, actually, I'd have got an even better one, a painter decorator I used to know. Okay, he tripled his prices. He In, in one year, he said, right, okay, I'm sick of decorating um where people don't pay me i'm gonna not de- not go out. he didn't go out and and change the way he worked with different clients like decorating manor homes or castles and kind of stuff he stayed exactly with the same client but what he did was he made sure he gave them real value so in the morning uh he would make that the, he would have everything laid out with dust sheets and stuff and all the rest of it um he would even vacuum before he vacuumed the the house the, the carpets and stuff before he did it uh put all his dust sheets down did the painting whatever uh finished off took everything up vacuumed again cleared everything away left everything tidy as it was when he walked in that morning even tidier in some cases um and he was able to triple his prices just because the value he did that the the person who left the room if you like that the house that left the room that morning came back and they were wowed they were absolutely Oh, the fantastic decoration, but the fact that it was immaculate as well, cleaner than when they had left it, that tidier than when they had left it, and they were just bowled over by it. So they're quite happy to pay triple the price because the value they were getting was that they didn't have to pick up a vacuum and do it themselves. Simple in a way, but amazing. You, you see little touches like that, don't you, in, in, in different kind of roles, and they, they go that extra mile. And, and that's exactly what yeah. we're talking about. It's the adding value where... You know, it could be quite easy to say, oh, you didn't pay for that, you know, mm. when and, and that just becomes, OK, well, look, I'm just getting what I paid for. Whereas, you know, you go that extra mile 
well, now that client can't deal without you. <laughs> you know, they, yeah, they yeah. need you in, in their life and stuff like that. This, there's yeah. a, a little story as well. There's um, there's a story I can remember reading once, and it talks about that there's a guy who's, um, he goes in to paint a boat for, for someone. And as he's painting the boat, he notices that there's a hole in there. So he repairs the hole. All right. Yeah. And then when he goes back that later that evening to get his money, he's just expecting to get paid for, you know, the, the painting. But he gets paid for repairing the hole. And I think he gets paid a, a lot more on top of that as well. And he just said, well, what? you said, it's fine. You know, you just, you, you employ me to paint the boat. And the guy says, you don't understand. He said, my, my son came home with his friend and they took the boat out onto the lake. But, you know, I, I knew there was a hole in there. I was waiting to get it repaired. Whereas if you didn't repair it, they would have went, oh, they could have drowned, whatever. They could, you know? could have drowned. But yeah, because you yeah. went that extra mile for it, you know, I'll, I'll yeah, forever yeah. Be, be in your um, in your debt, you know? So, yeah. so here's X amount and stuff like that. And it's, it's stuff like that, that, you know, you can spot something. And instead of, I think this is one of my kind of bugbears, I think, with, with the marketing industry and stuff like that, is people will kind of get, get employed to do a job or something like that. And they say, oh, you need this as well, you know? And, and it's X amount of money and stuff like that. When really the job that they're employed to do should include that, yeah. You know? And and it's like little things where you just like look. If you just go to the extra mile, maybe tell them, you know, that you've included that into it, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like next time they're going to go, okay, you know, this person. That's fine. I'm going back for this person. And and that's there's nothing wrong with that. It's telling them this. I've also done this and I've done that and I've done this and that's why because people say, oh, fair enough, you know, that's good. I'm getting good value. And that's the point, isn't it? It's all about the value. So when you're thinking about the pricing you charge, you say, okay, um, yeah, by all means, you could you could look around at, at the market. But again, as we say, you don't really have competitors because everybody is unique. Because the way you deliver it will be unique. The way you do this, the way you fit, you fit a new sink or whatever. Well, there's there's a certain process, but you'll be unique in the way you do things and the stuff you choose, whatever. Um, but it's about the it's it's about it's all about the value. You want them to come back and say, wow, that's really impressive. That's great value because that's what you want to hear from them. And that's and so the charging is, yeah, I could charge this, but actually if I charge a little bit more, I'd have more time to do this extra for them. And if I charge a little bit more here, I could. Now, if I charge that extra, they wouldn't, they then don't have got to go through the hassle of getting someone to fix the boat. They haven't had the hassle of someone to maybe plaster a little hole in the wall so actually i can charge a little bit extra because i've i've done everything for them in one go and they haven't got the hassle then of a, a leaking tap later on or something i've i've thought well i'm plumbing this and oh, i can see a tap that's leaking but let me just replace the washer for them so you go around and maybe bleed their radiators or or replace check all the taps and replace the washers something simple where it's a it's it's a ball ache, isn't it? Because you come home and you see a tap drip, and you think, oh, wow, damn, I wish I'd asked the plumber to do that. <laughs> and then you've got to get someone out again. So so the value is not just about what you've done, but about what you've saved them as well, you know? And, and that's the and big thing there as well, like you said, look, that, that tightening that washer or replacing that washer, whatever it is, look, it, it could be a five-minute job. Hey, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, but you, you haven't done it, right? So that person now thinks, oh, I've got to get that washer sorted and stuff like that, right? Whereas if you would have done that washer, that person automatically becomes a referral source and the retention source. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, if they ever need a plumber again, they're coming back to you, you know, yeah. 100%. If yeah. anyone they, they're talking with, they know about a plumber, need a plumber and stuff like that, they're coming to you because you've done you've gone the extra mile to do that job and everything like that. It's funny you, you mentioned it that way. I was, um, 
but I was working with a client a good kind of month ago. It did a sort of advisory sort of role. And we're looking at a campaign that they have coming up and they, they need sort of like, um, I'm going to say graphics. It's not the right word, but they, they need someone on the kind of branding side. Right. And they've got this, they've got this quote from, from a company that they want to deal with and they're kind of looking through it. Um, my, my first reaction was it's probably about 50% too much for what you're actually getting, you know? And the, the, the person I'm working with, they just said, I've worked with them before. I know what I get. And it's worth that not to get the headache of going back and forth all the time, you know, with someone new. And it was like, that there is exactly it, isn't it? Look, you mm. charge a fair price, but you deliver the value. Mm. So that person, it, it doesn't come down into the price. So we're actually yeah. charging. It doesn't matter what you charge in that respect. As long as you can deliver on the value at that level to what the yeah. person is expecting and beyond. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. Yeah, there's a story. Um, there's a story from somebody apparently who fit who was fitting a sky dish or somewhere, something, I think. And and he was he was well, he obviously worked for Sky fitting a sky dish, but he would find little things that needed to all oh, that that cabling can be tied up here. You you got all these cables behind the telly. Let's tie you know, so he just tie wrap them. Okay, tied them up, just tie wrap them. The the guy would come, I've been meaning to do that for for years, literally, he's like, I've been meaning to do that for years. Here's an extra tenner. Here's a tenner tip or something. You know, that kind of thing, because he's got his wage uh, as a guy. Oh, that is such a relief. So just give him a 10 quid tip for, for a job that probably took him two minutes. And he was there replacing, well, installing the sky dish anyway. It's just things like that, you know. It's, it's, it's not necessary about being in business. But again, going over it, if he'd been self-employed, that would have been great as well. But the point is, is this. The things you do to help people, again, it comes back to value. What can you do that was, they don't want to have to bother, you know, tidying up all that cable and let me do it for them? Because you're there at the point. You're the plumber with the – he's got the water turned off anyway, so why not do all the washes? It's, it's like massive, you know. massive. I mean, that, that part there as well is that com coming back to that whole kind of confidence and self-belief in, in yourself, like when you're kind of looking at, okay, what can you charge for? You know, what, what value can you give? we've had it before you're talking with people and they think well someone could just do that themselves mm. you know or why would they want to to get that from me when they can just go to google to get it you know it's yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it's the packaging you know yeah, yeah. it's people could do it themselves but it isn't a priority or something like that so they're not yeah. doing it or it's only part of the the puzzle so they're not yes. interested in just doing part of it they want it all done you know they could go off somewhere else and they could spend the time they could research they can get all the wrong stuff we mentioned about speed you know, so is that they can come to one place to get it to get it going forward, and yeah. this whole thing with value as well, mate. We, as I said at the beginning, you know, if we're looking at someone like a coach or you know a consultant or someone like that, you know, who are setting their own prices, yeah, okay, it's easy to kind of set what we want to set. Someone working as a broker or or something like that, it's a bit more difficult because maybe they're only getting paid a set amount, you know, from a, a provider or something like that. But actually, look, the way how you deliver that that customer service, the way how you give the value, the way you get the peace of mind, you are adding value just within yeah. what you do. It makes that transaction a lot easier. So if you yeah. can actually speak to someone and actually look at, okay, look, what is it they actually want? So they're at point A, they want to get to point B. How do we actually make that happen with what we're offering? And how do we make it, you know, even smoother, even better, and even faster? You know, for yeah. it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. And I think that's that's as I say, coming back to that speed thing. I think it's this it's the sense that if you want to get from A to B, we can get you there in this time frame. 
Um, and and if someone said, yeah, well, I could do that myself. Said, yeah, but how long will it take you? Uh, and and how much stress would you go through? And how much heartache when it doesn't when things jump up and kick you in the teeth uh, that you didn't expect? Because we know what to expect. So, you know, yes, you can do it. Of course, you can. Well, well, in some cases, they can't do it themselves. But even when somebody's fairly switched on, yes, you could probably go and research and read and do all the rest and, and do it yourself. But how long and how much effort you're going to be putting in? Whereas if you invest this money, we can get it done in this time. And it's going to be so much easier because we're working with you as opposed to you working on your own. This, you know, again, it's just that taking away a, a, a major hassle out of their life, isn't it? I think as well, mate, like with, with that, we'll look at some pricing strategies in just a minute. But I think what was really important to, to kind of touch on is that the whole kind of, um, I was the, the unrealistic kind of point to it as well. I think sometimes with, with people, so we, we've looked at kind of undercharging. Mm. We've looked at possibly like overcharging, you know, but we talk mm. about the value. Sometimes that, that whole kind of speed thing, I think sometimes people look to kind of overpromise. You know mm. that what they can actually deliver, like yeah. quite rightly, like you yeah. said, that transition. You know, you're going to go through a transition thing in in three months. So you you might just be able to get the stuff in place in three months. Yeah, yeah, Maybe that's right. That, that, that actual transition for another kind of yeah. six months after that. So yeah. sometimes, like we we see this a lot. So as much as people want to kind of buy the speed and stuff like that, there will be people who kind of look to over deliver, not over deliver, over promise. Yeah, on, on what they're they're doing, and it, it's so unrealistic that it actually puts people off. Yeah, it does. They they could have a good a good product. They could have a good they could have good knowledge and expertise. They could have a good service, but because yeah. they've kind of gone to it instead of saying, "Okay, you get this," they've kind of gone, "You'll get there." You know, yeah, absolutely. Going, Hang on a minute, this isn't, and that happens as well. If sometimes it's priced too too cheaply as well. Yeah, yeah, you know? it does. Yeah, talking about um, interesting when you were saying about over over promising, then is going back to this one. Then that's that's where the business coach thing came into me when he said that he could make this transition in three months that is so dangerous because um it's unlikely uh, unless you've got a very very switched on person you're working with you've got to do a lot of make a lot of change you might have to change things in their in their mindset you might have to change the way they do things their routines their daily routine all this kind of stuff um and you may have someone who's really switched on and wants to and wants to do it so it may work once but it may not work in six others. And for all those people where it doesn't work, you're not going to get a decent review from them. You're not going to get a good testimonial because they're going to say, oh, yeah, well, you promised this, but it didn't happen, did it? That's not what you, you don't want. You don't want that because, because if they feel that way, they're going to talk to whether they, they have their own networks. So they're going to, yeah, well, I use so-and-so, but well, it was okay, but it didn't really give me what I wanted. It was quite expensive. Bang, you've, you could have lost a huge amount of, of, of custom because of that poor referral where you say, well, whereas if you say, look, I think, you know, three months possibly, but let's have a six month program because to think then we can actually get to the stage where we really have, as you said earlier, either made the changes or set the changes in place. So you now know what to do. And I think, again, it's that it's that setting of expectations is crucial when you're thinking about your charging. Because if you promise the earth and don't deliver, man, you don't have a business for very long. And, and just thinking then as well, when you're saying it, it's like surely like for yourself as well as an individual, that if 
that you say if you get one you, you know what it's like i mean we, we talked about this before as well is that, that you start racking up wins like that momentum yeah. just builds the motivation comes yeah, exactly in, compounds yeah. it and everything like that yeah whereas yeah. it goes the other way like if you start having you know if you start locking heads with with clients and stuff like that you know well, customers it, all of a sudden you're going to be demotivated it's going to be like, like i'm not really moving forward what's the point and yeah. all this kind of stuff and sometimes that comes from you know charging too cheaply as well yeah, you're getting yeah. people in they, they're expecting a lot from you for for what you're yeah, actually yeah. charging you know yeah. but if you're doing the, the whole kind of over promise thing you know that that unrealistic thing then sometimes it gets to a point where you can go oh, am, am i actually any good <laughs> am I actually that's the thing it, it knocks your confidence it really can knock as soon as you've got one or two people say who are not meeting targets or not meeting what you expect from them and it could be down to them but it doesn't matter that's not the point um as soon as that happens and they're not meeting you think oh am i am i am i good at what i do am i doing the right thing it did it's happened to me a couple of times and one of the worst times was with one one person um where at the end of it they said really that really hasn't helped me and i was devastated i just thought oh i felt so bad and i think it was for um, it was about two months at least before i even was back on my feet and thinking i could coach people because my the first reaction is what haven't i done but actually, you think about it and you spend hours going over it. Well, there are actions they didn't put in place. But there's always always things to learn from. I didn't I didn't do things the right way. I didn't and, and it but it does knock your confidence flat. And you've got to be very, very careful that if you if if you overpromise and underdeliver, that it doesn't only affect that that client, it affects you big time as well. And can really it can really knock you absolutely as I say, absolutely flat. 100 percent and i'm like, just thinking then yeah look if you can swap it the other way where you under promise and over deliver yeah we're always going to be flying right because everyone's Absolutely. always going to be happy and stuff like that but and yeah. right mate, as you said as well for whatever reason it didn't work it could be down to them like you know a lot of the time if it doesn't work it is down to them you know yeah. and and it's, it's difficult to have that kind of conversation because you know people are thinking okay look you know with this in place it should just happen without them actually thinking I actually need to put something, some work in place here as well. You know, it's like yeah, if you, yeah. you employ a personal trainer, just because you employed a personal trainer, it still means you need to do the push-ups, right? Yeah. You know, it still means you, you need to go, go and do the fitness training and yeah. then nutrition and stuff like that. And then, you know, the person is there to guide you. So sometimes I think there can be a lot of weight put on you from a client yeah. and stuff like that. And that's why, again, look, it's important to charge you know a, a yeah. fair exchange because look, someone is going to you know demand from you and stuff like that and we we could get into a bit of kind of your, your buyer type and stuff like that here as well and make sure that you're getting the, the right person in but if you charge you know a fair amount then okay look you've got enough time to deal with you know a few headaches that pop up and stuff like that whereas if you're you're fixed if you're just like i'm maxed out i can take on you know 20 clients max at you know this amount of money to make this amount of money well yeah any kind of headache that pops up you know there's no, flat, there's no extra yeah. capacity then to be able to take yeah. that on so yeah you know look, looking at where you can in increase the fee you know but in a fair exchange and obviously not get into a not get into a level which is out of your your depth then yeah. it always makes sense to obviously look charge what you're worth and charging what you're worth is down to you and it's down to the the outcome that, that you deliver and they do like that, that whole kind of thing as well look um i, I remember dealing with a client they wanted a, a kind of system put in place that they had spoke to someone before and it was close to six figures right for, for the system 
Um, we kind of looked at, you know, getting different quotes and stuff like that. And we looked at quotes being uh, one, probably about half of that. And one probably being about a quarter, you know, or a third or something like that. Straight away, you know, the client looks at it and goes, why are they so cheap? Yeah. You know, they don't look at the one being expensive. They go, why are they so cheap? Yeah. And, it, and it's like, sometimes like that is the case of, you know, when you look at your pricing, it makes sense to go higher. And this is coming on to kind of pricing strategies. This is a good way to kind of look at pushing people towards buying a package or towards going with a service that is yeah. at a certain price point. So just say, for instance, that you you have a, a, a kind of free options, you know, so it, it comes back to like the whole kind of uh, McDonald's with their fries or, you know, Starbucks with their whatever, whatever kind of language they speak in, but small, medium and large, right? You know, is that if you, if you look at something being small, medium, and it's a certain price and for a little bit more, you can get the large. Well, it makes sense to pay a little bit more to get the large. Mm. If you yeah. want people to go into the middle, then you stack the middle with all the kind of value. And then it's a lot more to get the large and it's a lot less to just have nothing really. So you, yeah. you push people into that middle. So you, there's different kind of pricing strategies that you can play with, yeah. or, you know, you can go with a standard and a premium where the yeah. premium has so many more benefits and stuff like that for a little bit more. People want to go with the premium there. Yeah, that's right. And you see that everywhere, don't you? Where, um, and that kind of pricing. And, you know, even though, and I, you know, I, it's the, it's the same when when that happens to me you look at you you're quite wisely oh i know what they're doing but even then it doesn't matter if you know what they're doing that yeah well they want me to buy the premium now let's have a look but if you look at the premium product and you think actually it's not bad you'll still go it even though you think oh i can see i can read all i i can see they don't want me to buy this they want me to get they want me to direct me to this that's fine because Everyone's doing it. Well, everyone, most people are doing it. So most people are wise to it. But so what you've got to be aware of is when you're doing that as a, a you know, as a business owner. So I'm doing that. Be aware, that, you know, they're not stupid. They're buyers. They're sophisticated. So they know what you're doing. So, but, but, don't, but, so don't, don't just play on the words. Oh, this is premium. This is glitzy. You know, don't just play on the words, but actually give them the glitz. If you say, well, this is glitzy because it has, everything in here then they're going to look at the glitzy offer and still think yeah glitzy a bit of a cheesy word but it looks pretty good so i'm going to go for it you know yeah i, yeah, I love that that's exactly it isn't it and and do you know what as well like i like that part is basically what you're saying there as well is to be transparent like you know, what, yeah, what what yeah. Is, is it premium or is it just a, an extra you yeah know? exactly so yeah. it's like let them know but do you know what's really funny that you said about that people you know people aren't done you know, pe people know, you know, when they're being taken advantage of and stuff like that. Now, I said at the beginning, I was listening to that, that Andrew Carnegie book and basically he gets the job, you know, for the, for the kind of $2 or whatever. As part, as part of a perk as that job, he gets access into the company's library, right? Uh, so he can read books while us in the library. And he goes on to say something about um, a, a library is worthless if you, you know, if you don't put anything into it. You know, I can't remember the yeah. exact quote, right? But it was basically just yeah, a case yeah. of, you know, it's, it's worth nothing if you do nothing. That was it. Yeah. yeah, it's worth nothing if you do nothing. And it, and it is that way, look, you know, a bunch of books behind me and stuff like that. It's like, they look pretty, but if you don't read them, you don't get any benefit from them, right? Yeah, exactly. And then we get into taking action and stuff like that. But anyway, go, going back, I, I can't even think, we're talking, Andrew and I, uh, Carnegie, we're talking more than 100 years ago, right? Mm. You know? So that there is that once he goes to his work, 
at some point he can get into a library and he can read a book in a library. Right? You fast forward to today, right? We got our phone. We can go and see what the going price is for something. You know, we can order a book and get it delivered tomorrow from Amazon or whatever, right? But we can go and see if we're being taken advantage of or anything like that. We yeah, can do a yeah. price comparison. Is is that yeah, way, yeah. we are wise to to using technology to our advantage and stuff like that? So you know, you can't get away with you know cheating people and, and stuff. No, that's right. That's that's very true. And I think, and and that's that's the other thing, isn't it? Because even if you try, I can just get away with this a little bit, and people read through it, you're gone again. You're yeah. just you're nowhere because you haven't been. Uh, you haven't been in it. You, you haven't come to the market with integrity, or you, you haven't been transparent. People just see through that. So, yeah, all you're trying to do is put on a little bit here, um, and um, and so you've got to be genuine about it. If you if you say this is the this is the premium product, it's not just premium with a couple of little bits extra in. It really is the premium offer, and and therefore you know that if it's a premium offer, and I've got three, and you can say right, well, this is worth. 100% or 50% more than my standard offer, then fine, your pricing strategy starts to start, you start to dictate the prices in your head. You think, right, I can charge, I can do this and charge this. I could do this a little bit more and charge this. But if I did all this, I could re I could charge that. Now, not everyone's going to buy your premium product because of budget, whatever, they're going to look at stuff. They're going to buy the different ones. But the point is, and, and again, your premium product should be really I think at a at a quite a premium price as well, as long as it's got the value in there. Because one out of ten will buy your premium product, and um, or maybe even one out of yeah one out of five if you look at it. Um, and especially if you're trying to point them towards that as being as as being the premium. But it's um yeah. So I think it's it's just having those products in your head, have those packages in your head, can also help you with understanding how you can how you yeah you know, what you can charge for them i think that that word that you mentioned that genuine mate i think i think moving into next year into 2023 i think we're going to see this even bigger i think there's there's going to be a lot going on where i think you know the, the smaller end of the market are going to start to fade away or, or maybe the the middle the middle of the market is going to get wider should, should i say yeah you know? yeah and like what we will see there is a lot more people being genuine and actually caring about their clients and stuff like that you know it's like if something needs four batteries you know, you're not just going to try and sell people two to make a sell. You know, you're going to you're going to tell them they need four batteries. If they can't afford four batteries, then they're not buying it, right? Yeah, you know, it's that kind of thing. And I think we we will touch on that. I think as we get into the new year, I think maybe you know the first episode of the new year we'll talk about that because I know we've got some stuff planned coming up. Um, yeah, but the story on on the whole kind of standard and, and premium, and like you said as well about adding stuff on. I think so many people look to shy away from upsells and cross sells and stuff like that. So what you can do is instead of it always being an upsell, you can look to package it in a way which is like a standard and premium. I can remember doing this years ago, a good kind of several years ago, working with a, a car garage and they did um, like a, an aircon regas or something like that. I can't remember the exact prices or whatever, but just say, for instance, it costs like, it costs £30 for an aircon regas, right? Mm. They said that, you know, when they sold this to people and they sold it quite well, when they sold it to people, they would look to upsell three or four different products, right? So they could put uh, extra kind of cleaner and, you know, anti-free, all, all this kind of stuff anyway, um, antibacteria stuff, all the stuff that they can put into it. They basically said no one took the upsells. Right. So, okay. so no, no one ever took the upsells. Everyone just went with, you know, the, the, and they said everyone just goes with the standard 
aircon regas. So it's like, okay, well, look, let's just package it in a way where you can get a standard aircon regas, right? And we've kind of got it in a block here, right? Or you can get the premium aircon regas and the block is four times bigger. Wow. Because we yeah. get all this stuff that's added in, right? And it's yeah. an extra kind of, and we went through the price. It's like, look, how much do these upsells cost you? And it was like, well, because the engine's already open, all this kind of stuff is like, it's pennies, you know? Yeah. So yeah. All, all this kind of upsell cost them like an extra pound or two, right? Yeah. But we put we priced that like an extra kind of 10 or 20 pound. So it was yeah. a case of you can get the standard aircon recast for 30 pound or say the, the premium at 40 pound, right? As soon as we put that in place, no one ever took the standard. Yeah. Everyone yeah. went with the premium. And yeah. all it was there is just a way in which we positioned that pricing to them. Yeah. Is that, look, and, and being, again, transparent. This is everything you get. So instead of like, would you like this on top? Well, what do I get from it? What's the point of that? Yeah. yeah. As soon as we put the benefit, you get this, and this will give you X, Y, Z. You get that, and that's A, B, C. This is this as well, and this is one, two, three. You know. Yeah. Once you have that in place, and you have that transparent, you're being genuine. It's transparency. You're being genuine with it, and you're saying this is what you get for just a little bit more. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Brilliant, yeah, no. I think that's yeah, and, and just talking yet yeah, further on again. I went um I went away to uh on holiday um to in the UK to the Lake District. And um we had a we we rented a cottage with a log burner. And um well we we obviously don't have one here. He said, Oh great, yeah, the cold night's log burner. You go there and you have to buy your own wood. Which is which is, which which isn't a problem, but it's a pain. Uh, and there was no kindling, there was nothing, nothing there, and there was no wood. But wouldn't it be brilliant for that, for that, for the person renting the cottage? Just doesn't have to give you wood supply for the whole week. Just your first one. Yeah. By the way, you're going to come home. You're going to get there, and you want to warm the cottage up. So here's some wood. Here's a here's a bag of wood and kindling for on us. It would have made. And and I I actually wrote that in the comment, and it went on the reviews. Um, that um, it would have been, and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I gave it, I can't, eight, eight out of 10 or something. And I said, it would have been such, it's such a shame that they didn't just think about doing that because it would have been so welcoming. And it's a simple thing. It, it cost, I mean, it, we went down to the local garage and we got the stuff, cost us about a tenner to get everything we needed. For them, they're charging, I can't remember, the, about five, four and five hundred quid for the week. It was quite a good price and everything. But a tenner on that is, is nothing to them. And it's safe, and, and ironically, with this, the the heating, the, the fuel crisis and stuff that we're going in the UK, by putting on the wood burner, you don't put on the central heating for them. So actually, you know, it's a kind of a win, Save almost like a win-win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, it, it's like just a simple thing. Yeah, really simple, but just a bit of thought process behind it, you know? And, and that, that's a massive thing as well, isn't it? It's, again, like going an extra mile, again, going back to that, that client that I mentioned, that they're going with the person because they know what they deliver. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Like, again, it's like now, if you're looking to go back there, you know, you might go, let's look at somewhere else. But if you would have just had that extra kind of thing that made it a 10 out of 10, you'd probably be yeah. going back there. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. And and, and the same, you know, with the with, with the garage, with the, with the you know, with, with the uh, gassing you're talking about now, is that they have bought that product and think, well, they did a brilliant job last time. I'll go again. For some, it might be for something different. It might be for an MOT or a service, whatever. But the point is, they've had, they've 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 had a great experience. They've gone in there and they thought, oh yeah, I'll pay an extra tenant, and all this comes out brilliant. I mean, you know, the the whole thing now about garages, isn't it? When they you take your car in for a service, 
And if you go to a reasonable garage, they valet they, they valet inside, they vacuum it, they do you come back and you go to the car and think, wow, that's clean and it's been all year. Yeah. But yeah, it's just for them, it doesn't take long. And it's it's a it's again, it's kind of that premium service. You think, well, I do like that, I'll go there again. So, and that's yeah. and I, I guess as well, but when I'm talking about genuine and stuff like that, next year and the, the middle getting bigger is I think that there is what I'm I'm really meaning. Yeah, people yeah. who do go the extra mile will be the people who stay around and flourish. Where the people yeah. who just do the bog standard job, it's going to yeah, start yeah. like drifting away. But yeah. I reckon we'll bring this episode to to a close. I think we we've been going through so many different nuggets within this episode. I think like you know, <laughs> so much more than what we probably even realised with yeah yeah price and marks <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, I think next week we're going to look at just um, I think maybe look at the whole kind of trends and stuff like that that maybe we we looked at last year oh yeah 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 the kind of marketing front and business front and just seeing what what was kind of right look at the good bad bad and ugly really and then we'll look at next year as well and what we think is going to happen so i think that ties in, in nicely and then i think we'll get into a bit of goal setting and stuff like that for for the new year um yeah but yeah anything else you want to kind of sum up or, or add or anything like that no, I think I think it's uh, I think to to briefly sum up a whole lot. Yeah, we were talking about um, pricing and worrying about pricing. I think just a bit of thought into what value you're going to give. I think that's a, the the secret there in the pricing, isn't it? Is that yeah, yeah if you want to raise your prices, no, no problems with that. But just think about the value you're going to give. Is that really really? Uh, and the value is 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 not just about the, the extra bits you give, but the hassle you save the have to you save the person as well it, it, you know, make sure that if you're going to charge extra that you're giving the value that merits charging extra that's exactly it, isn't it give, give the value i love yeah. it Mike. let's yeah. end things there it's always been a pleasure yep and indeed we'll it has. Up again next week right, right. I'll see okay you yeah cheers then bye-bye